pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Josh has an idea on how to fix pants. I, I can fix this MLB uniform issue real quick. The players' union needs to get Shohei Otani in a room. They need to sit him down, and they go, Sir, this is a fake threat you are about to make, but you need to act as if it is real. You need to tell baseball that you are forced to go back to Japan because you cannot be showing your balls <laughs> to the American people. The Japanese culture finds that disrespectful. That's right. So we, I, I, I have Shohei to go Otani, back home. Have to go back to my home. Unless you change your uniforms. Unless you change those uniforms. A fake threat. You know how fast Ro- they'd change those pants? Rob Manford doesn't need to know that it's fake. He's too stupid to know that it's fake. It, even if it was, even if they knew it was fake, they're not going to call him out on his bluff. Nope. You can't do that. You can't lose. If the you only lost Shohei Otani, yeah, it'd be over. Don't be the commissioner that loses Shohei Otani. I'll bet the Japanese baseball commissioner lost his job. Definitely do not be the commissioner that loses Shohei Otani back to Japanese baseball. No. No. Do not do that. Not not, uh, advisable. So, good call. We must use Shohei as a bargaining chip to get our pants back. Is it? And to stop showing our nether regions. Is it a little nefarious? Yes. Yes, of course. But? You want to get things done? Yeah, that fixes this is, it. This is how you get things done. Use your leverage, my mm-hmm. friend. Use it. Play the the hand you're dealt. Uh, quick, by the way, Nebraska baseball deal. Um, I watched most of the game last night on the ESPN+. Plus. I'm going to watch one of these three games. Maybe not the one tonight. It sounds like I have plans tonight. Hopefully you watch one of them that's during the day. Okay. Because the sun, then you'll be, the be able game. to see it, <laughs> which is good because their lighting situation at that ballpark at Grand Canyon University is a little messy. Mm. Um, but uh, the series opening win last night highlighted by Drew Christo. Six innings, throwing strikes, really only allowed the one run in the in that fifth there, or in that sixth there. Um, was one out away from, you know, basically throwing six innings a shutout ball last night. He was awesome. That, that is a great sign. And you know what he was doing, Josh? He was just throwing strikes, baby. Just, it's not hard. Just throw it over the plate. These dudes ain't going to take you deep every time. Nope. Trust your defense behind you. Exactly. God. You got electric stuff. Trust the arm. Throw strikes. And Drew Christo had it going last night. So that's a great sign for them if he could. I think their, their weekend rotation is still a little bit in flux, so I think they're looking for some options still. Um, and Christo seems to be one. You would expect that he'd get a hack at it next weekend. Uh, at this point, but I like to look at this group so far. By the way, in Nebraska baseball, a lot of people do. I really do. They're 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 two and two. The two tough losses last weekend against really good you know good teams, and then Green Canyon's no slouch. It, no, they beat a good pitcher last night. That was the first loss of the year for Green Canyon. And yeah, they they swept BYU the weekend mm-hmm. before that. So um, they 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 beat a good pitcher last night, and Cristo outdueled them. 
and he's like a top 50 draft guy, but, uh, pitchers. So like a top 200 guy, draft guy mm-hmm. this year, the guy that they beat last night. So um, they they controlled that thing all the way through, so much so that the announcers almost fell asleep during the game, <laughs> which was not, not, not great. Well, maybe they'll be given a note during the day today and have an improved performance. There's today. a lot of conversation last night on my timeline about the ESPN Plus baseball announcers. And that's when I got the great story from Brunts about how the BTN guys forgot that it was daylight savings that one time. <laughs> I would love to see that clip. That's it. I I doubt it's out there, but man, I would really really like to see it. I did a quick search for it during the crossover and nothing even remotely close came up, yeah, but no chance. Yeah. I'd have to pinpoint the game first and yeah. then I could maybe get there. But yeah, those guys were uh balls of fun. Speaking of balls. Balls. Balls of fun. On to basketball. Okay, so this is a big moment, Josh. We got like oh. we got like three minutes on each team here. Okay, everybody. Who do, who do we have to talk about first? Do we need to break out a timer? Like this is a political. It is political season. Equal yeah. time. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll get out my stopwatch. We'll do exactly three minutes okay. on each Creighton and Nebraska. But the question is, in order to not show favoritism, who do I pick first? Sure. Who plays Creighton plays before Nebraska. Nebraska is one of the last games of the entire weekend, if I remember correctly. Yes, Creighton is very early, early Sunday morning. All right, are you ready? I believe so. Blue Jay talk in three, two, one. Creighton goes to Madison Square Garden on Sunday morning to take on St. John's. So here's the deal with St. John's. Um, first of all, like with with all the stuff that they've taken this week. From their coach, um, I don't think that's a really bad basketball team, and I actually think Rick Pitino's done a pretty decent job coaching them. Yeah, um, you would think that everything has gone completely haywire. They're not that bad, sort of. And they fouled g- it up lately, but they gave Creighton a pretty good run uh-huh. in uh-huh. Omaha, um, and you know they're going to have a good crowd behind them at the Mad- at Madison Square Garden and and the whiteout and the whole thing. But you'll hear this as the theme in the other game that we're going to talk about as well in a matter of two minutes and 15 seconds. Desperation. Desperation. Now, I don't think, I don't really think that St. John's is going to be an NCAA tournament team. I, I don't think there's really a path to that for them at this point. Um, they could win the Big East tournament. But Creighton is certainly their biggest game left, and they've, they've taken a hard time this week. So th- they, there's some desperation there that they have on their side. My little Kempom. Says Creighton seventy three, St. John's or Creighton seventy six, St. John's seventy three. Okay, okay. I think the challenge for Creighton is emotionally responding after you know you've to, to say it in the old school way. Creighton may be reading their press clippings a little bit this week. Okay, right? They might uh-huh. be Kevin Duranting checking the mentions, seeing what's going on. What are they saying about me? I believe it's in, it's called an emotional letdown. Right. So they have now won four games in a row. They were all tough, well, with the exception of Georgetown. They were tough, hard-earned victories at Xavier, at Butler, home against UConn. And this is probably the worst team that you'll play left in the re- Ugh, I don't know. This is probably the worst team that you'll play left in the regular season. Um, but it's on the road in a desperation right coming off of the UConn game. So, yes, there are some pieces of this that scare me. 
with that being said, not all of what Creighton did in terms of goodwill on Tuesday can be erased with one loss against St. John's. So you're always going to have that in your back pocket. And frankly, what Creighton really needs on their resume is marquee wins. Can't take the UConn game away from them. Mm -hmm. And if they get Marquette, you can't take the Marquette game away from them. You'd give this game to have Marquette. Would I trade? Would I trade a St. John's loss for a Seton Hall and Marquette win? Is that what you're asking? Or just Marquette? You have 10 seconds. Just to Marquette. Yeah, I would. Okay. Yeah, I would. Would you do the two for one? Yeah, I'd obviously do the two for one as well. And that is three minutes of Creighton Talk. Pre-game starts at nine on Sunday morning here on 1620 The Zone. Sorry, it was a little overflow. Wow. Okay. Reset the stopwatch. And a three. And a two. And a one. Nebraska. They host Minnesota. Minnesota this weekend. Um. Once again, team that reeks of desperation, right? Minnesota's been playing some some pretty dang good basketball, surprisingly good basketball. This might be the best team that they play left on their schedule. In fact, I'll just go out and say it. This is the best team that Nebraska plays left on their schedule. Um, but it's at, it's at well, on their regular season sure, schedule. Sure, sure. It's not saying much. It's at No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Even though Ohio State just beat Purdue. Um, People forget. And then Michigan at home is a little bit of a different beast than Michigan on the road. That's for sure as well. Not to say that any of them are easy for Nebraska, but this feels like yet yet another step in, into the process, right? It's about a level of comfortability. It's about a level of trust that you have with Nebraska basketball. For those of the untrusting, including one, Josh Odson. Whoa, whoa. You are of the untrusting. You are, you are untrustworthy, Nebraska basketball. I would, yeah, I would say so. You are of the untrusting. The win against I Indiana think, on the road might have moved the needle for you a little bit. I think you've admitted that this week. Notching a road win is is important. Beating Purdue is impressive. But I do think the Big Ten is uh, terrible. Interesting. Don't say that on Twitter. Nope. This game might move the needle a little bit as well. I think they're going to end up getting more out of these games than if you just look at the 40,000-foot view. Oh, they finish with, you know... Michigan, Penn State, Indiana, Minnesota, Ohio State, Rutgers, Michigan. A bunch of a, a heaping pile of trash, but <laughs> which it is. Like, but if don't if, say that on Twitter. If Nebraska, if Nebraska takes care of business and God forbid all seven of them, you know, and that would be four more to finish off the season, which I do think they are capable of doing. Then, man, that'd be there's you're really marking that differentiating point on who's the who and who's the who not in the Big Ten, right? And so Nebraska has a great finishing schedule in terms of the standings. It's a big game for them on Sunday. I'll just say it. It's a big game for them. I know you didn't think I'd say it, Josh. I didn't. (laughs) If you win, that's 20. And if you win, that's 20. That's a mental How many times have they won 20 since I've been paying attention to Nebraska basketball? Just once. I mean, just that 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 17 18 team because i don't think that 14 15 team did or, or the 13 14 team no they went 19 and 13 nebraska they, I, I so i i assume that would be their second 20 win season of the of the century 
And we only have five seconds of Nebraska wow. basketball talk, but let me check it real quick just to make sure. Okay, we're we're officially overtime. Well, Nebraska you went a little you went a little over on Creighton. They won twenty in 08 as well. Okay. Okay. And then they won um twenty two in seven in, in eighteen. So with if they finish off three and oh they would tie their most wins this century. Millennium. Millennium, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Nebraska ball. Boom. Uh, Ken Palm says that Nebraska is going to win by six. Minnesota, have they ever won at Pinnacle Bank Arena? Nope. Oh. Never, not in their lives. It's all lining up. And it ain't going to start this weekend either. I don't think so. We'll be back. Bold questions. Tell you what to watch on the other side on 1620 The Zone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.